another episode of the Moments in the Appas, a podcast discussing the Avatar universe's folklore episode by episode. We're your hosts, Eric Lefebri, Dr. Amber Jones, and Jessica Tercero. We're continuing our journey through Avatar Less Airbender. We are on book one, Water, and we've made it to chapter 14, The Fortune Teller. This chapter is all about struggling against fate. Palms are red, volcanoes erupt, and sparks fly. Woohoo! So we've arrived to the first uh, real acknowledgement of a developing love story. Yes. Between Aang and uh, Katara. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's um, hormones are all over the place in this episode. There's also a lot of really really good well-timed physical comedy it's iconic mm-hmm. which I mean, is a perfect compliment to hormones the, the bear perfect. laying an egg in the very i'm sorry the platypus yes. bear whatever it is <laughs> oh my God. laying the egg when like appa just behind him like just roars incredible oh, it's um, so good. the so funny. fish smiling at <laughs> Sokka as he's trying to catch it and then like he catches it and it gets away and it smacks him in the face yeah he's in the background it's it's all just pure comedy a beautiful and the duck the star of the show (laughs) the fucking duck just like who is it who is it who is it uh Sokka Sokka who kicks the can or something specifically it was after the fortune teller what's oh gosh what's her name uh aunt Wu. Uh, okay so aunt it's Wu. after the fortune teller aunt Wu is like actually i don't even need to read your palm you're just gonna make yourself miserable um yeah. <laughs> and, i read your i read yeah. your face <laughs> like you don't even need and to read like, no <laughs> that's ridiculous i'm gonna have a calm and happy and awesome life and kicks the can and it ricochets and then it hits the duck and the duck bites the shit out of him. Flies over and just starts attacking his neck. Just <laughs> And that duck is so funny. Yeah, it's I... perfect physical comedy, perfectly aligned with exactly what Aunt Wu meant. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so, so good. And there's like mm-hmm. so many moments of that with Sokka in this. I'm just like, ah. Oh obsessed <laughs> yeah it's it's great i mean so in this episode we get to what is the town called oh it's just a village mm. they're in the village and they get their fortunes read by aunt Wu, and uh they each take turns going in katara's first and ang sneak or ang makes her a necklace at the beginning of the episode and he sees her mm. in a whole new light where that he's was, yeah. falling in love he's like yeah. oh my gosh do i have a crush so when she's getting her fortune read, he sneaks over to listen, and she, Aunt Wu, uh, fortune teller Wu, Aunt Wu, Aunt Wu, yeah. Aunt Wu <laughs> tells Katara uh, that she is going to fall in love with a master bender, somebody who is so powerful and so strong, and Aang's like, fuck yeah, that's me, iconic, 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 yeah, <laughs> and he leaves, so he's, he's obsessed. Literally floating she, on air. He's literally like, I am literally the most powerful bender. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, but she doesn't see it that way. She's like, oh, I wonder who that could be because Ang's just Ang to her. Ang's yeah. not, Ang's not this person. Oh, like yes. they flirted with like you know like 
some sort of like jealousy or like a little bit of like ownership mm. of each other but like yeah. this was the first episode where like like you're saying like hormones are raging and then yeah. like yeah. he gives Katara the necklace and then like you know cue the Instagram filter and you're like oh dang okay the yassification of Katara <laughs> <laughs> she made like a big deal of kind of cutting him down in the beginning she was like shut up Sokka it's not like that between me and Aang he's a sweet little guy like Hard friend zone. Yeah. Hard friend zone. And I was was like, oh, harsh. (laughs) Little guy. Little guy was the. Like, he's a a sweet little guy. Like, he should Mm -hmm. sleep at the foot of my bed. Like a fucking pet. He's a sweet little puppy. I don't care. He's the fucking avatar. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he got knocked down. (laughs) And it's not until the end of the episode when uh, Sokka mentions. Wow, I sometimes forget how powerful of a bender he is. And she's like, what'd you say? He's like, yeah. he's just so powerful. He's like one of the strongest benders in the world. And she's yeah. like. <gasps> I mean, but arguably, like, in that moment, uh-huh. like, what Aang does is probably the coolest thing that we've seen him do without the Avatar state. Like, just, like, fearlessly run in there by himself. Like, okay, f- cool. I fucking got this. And, like. Yes makes the lava cool so that way it's like oh that was that was so he fucking creates cool a lava rock wall yeah, yeah he creates a retaining wall around them fucking effortlessly. and it's just like he just thought of it he just yeah. did it it's like oh it's gonna it's gonna mm-hmm. come over the moat that we built yes. oh, okay for sure let me build a wall out of the same magma and so we're we're getting into the time where they're showing how much like this the kids is like abilities are being honed Mm -hmm. how much they can like really pull off amazing things when they have to yeah um Mm -hmm. and it is fucking awesome and so here's one of the perspectives of this is for people who's like watched it all a million times like in respect to ang versus the volcano versus uh oh gosh what I can't think of anything today. What's the other I'm avatar? The, I'm the same way. Yeah, my brain is uh, off. Roku? Roku. Aang versus the volcano versus Roku versus the volcano. I kind of think Aang is doing a better job. Yes. Yeah. I And I mean, how quick Just he thought some, of this yeah. salve. Yeah. Uh, and how effortlessly it worked. Like, nothing was damaged. But also Nobody that was hurt and nothing was damaged. Being said... Of course he can fight a volcano he already has. Mm-hmm. That's true. We all know Katara saves the world and she's yeah. the reason for everything. The entire reason they have a warning about the volcano is because Aang wants to go pick her a flower. <laughs> yeah. And is like, oh, wow, this is going to erupt. Like, right the fuck now. Um, so in a way, Aang's caring for Katara yeah. also Katara's saves the world. still <laughs> saving the world. Katara's existence is the reason that that town is alive. Uh, her being fucking hot is what saved yeah. the world in this Honestly. episode. Honestly. And, oh and my honestly, gosh. That's the that's that's the that's what I'm trying to like cultivate in my life. I just I just like like that level of I just, want to be like, like so fucking hotness. amazing and yeah. beautiful that people... I want my hotness to save the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People Truly. were like, "What? I'll fight that volcano for you, baby." Oh my god! <laughs> when, like, yeah. uh, when Katara, like in that Instagram moment, where she's like, "How do? How does it? How do I look?" And he's like, "Uh, y- like your neck, or like all of you?" <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> he's such, yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god yes oh, so fun. such a nervous little kid it's yeah. just like and i, I do want to say this is one thing that I, I was telling jez briefly as much as i don't i still feel like a little meh about like the storyline of and and i i don't know not necessarily unnecessarily mm. unnecessary romance oh yeah but in general i don't need it i know i'm my own person with my own opinions but mm. it's just it feels so like <sighs> it's just very know. heteronormative and regular and yeah it's, it's like, just a it, little it's, simple like i know that most things like, need romance mm. but like does this does it does it is the I, big I question kind of, i didn't see it as a big problem in this episode because it's clear that everyone in this episode is obsessed with love you know yes, like it's everyone a, it's in a, the town is like oh my gosh you said i was going to meet my the love of my life i'm so excited my life can start um and so if you yeah. don't think about it too much it's just sweet Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think I think I'm also I'm doing that thing like the previous episode where I kind of bring the baggage of the rest of the story into yeah. into play uh here. Mm. You're right, 100%. I do mm. think that that episode standalone because the theme mm. largely is love and mm. new love and yeah. what have you, mm. it makes more sense, especially the narrative with um Mang yes and, i was like how like we need to talk about my girl may yeah how she comes into play and she's just like smitten 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 for ang obsessed every um, time i watch it i get like tingles because i'm like i've been there Mang, and like it's a new boy in town and you're so fucking sick of all the boys who live in town yep. and you didn't know he came with all this baggage of some other bitch he's in love with <laughs> and <laughs> It like for you, it's like, oh my god, it's that yeah. big eared guy I've been waiting for. My life like is how, about to change. How big are your ears? Hell fucking yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hell so fucking she's, yes. She's ready. And even Saka sees it too, just mm-hmm. in terms of like he doesn't recognize that it's a he's obsessed with Katara, but just that yeah. whole <laughs> and even her recognition of just like, oh, I know. It's not me, and that's fine. Yeah, the only thing, sure yeah, and I just special. want to hug her. I just want to hug her because <laughs> I get it. I mean, I feel like we've all been there to some yeah. in some degree. Absolutely. Uh, the only yeah. thing I didn't like about her and her character, like, and I, I love that she's so relatable. Where she's like, I don't really like the way I look, and you know, I, yeah. I'm kind of looking for just something anybody to pay attention to me, something to yeah. somebody to love me. Yeah. I don't like um, at the end that she calls Katara a floozy <laughs> because yes. like that word specifically um, means is like I'm looking up the definition right now just to yeah. make sure. Even and little it's kids. A, a woman who has many casual sexual partners or who dresses or behaves in a sexually provocative way. Like yeah, I don't think she yeah. knows what that means and I don't no. think that that word belongs here. I think she I think, yes. Like, the implication there could have been like, a better, a better word one, for that yeah. and that's women like hating on other women and like you know like again yeah. women can't yeah. be fucking she could have said like goody two shoes or she could have just like rolled yeah. her eyes or yeah i think in the way too that like as kids like maybe even if she did use it the connotation of like sluttiness yeah i don't think is attached to the meaning of it but like even mm-hmm. then it's like like why why is that a part of it it's like oh she's a floozy like okay why are yeah. these kids like 
they're children a and b why are they using slut shaming language (laughs) like i just that Mm -hmm. it's not we don't mm. and like just this story doesn't need that yeah i feel like it was oh i was gonna say like i feel like it was like too much of a reach for the writers like of course like yeah uh, older people are like oh ha 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 floozy but it's like no i don't like like a 12 year old calling a 14 year old a floozy yeah guy she likes likes her more like she could roll her eyes she could just be like whatever she's not so great like it doesn't have to be like that using that word for somebody that you know like that your dude likes or something when like yeah. she, she didn't show any romantic interest in anybody in this entire exactly. episode like that word in general I feel like is overused and used in ways that it probably shouldn't be and so like I mean yeah. this is yeah. just uh the writers didn't even think about this was they're just the... like oh whatever won't this be cute and funny but like no like, words have meanings and then children are going to look at this and they are going to say that and not know what it means and all you're doing is just perpetuating that yeah that kind of like you're raising kind of up behavior. slut shamers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like literally just once like the dude that you like, likes somebody else. Like that that's... means she's a slut kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which it just, it's, it's, it's unnecessary. Yeah. It just, it seems. And unhealthy. If, and unhealthy. <laughs> Truly. It feels, it feels really out of place just here. <laughs> Everywhere, obviously, yeah. but here in general, Jess, I think you're so right. Like it did not make sense and it didn't really work. Everything else about her was great, though. I yeah. I love her a lot, and yes. like just the like, how big are your ears? Like, yeah, it's, it's I'm like obsessed. So cute, and I it, I think that it also shows like how from a very young age, like we are told you're gonna fall in love and you need to yes. fall in love, and this is what's going to happen because like literally everybody in this episode, no matter how old or young they are, they yeah. are obsessed with finding love. Um, yeah, and um, and it's just. Like, it starts off so young that this is what you obsess over when you could, like, when that energy really should be put, like, literally anywhere else. Clearly, like, she was, like, assistant fortune teller or something. She, like, had some sort of role in the organization that's incredibly important. Like, yeah. like, Like I was saying before, like, it's cute if you don't think about it too much. But then if you do think about it, you're like... Actually, this is sad because I really hated feeling like, oh, if someone doesn't love you, then you're not really a, really living a life. And all you can do is wait for someone to love you. And you got to look for all kinds of clues. And maybe mm-hmm. someone can tell you where they are. Yeah. But, I, I would have also, yeah. also really liked to see Meng do, like, clearly she is, like, you know, the apprentice or something. Yeah. All she does is get Aang, like, a drink and some snacks. Like, we don't yeah. see her <laughs> actually be, like... I think maybe she gives Aunt the book, but like mm. it would have been cool to see her like actually do something other yeah. than like dote upon somebody that she thinks is possibly her one. Wouldn't yeah. you know, be because then her entire character at this point is just is just that. And boys, I feel like boys, just boys, just a boys. little bit. Give give me a little bit, you know. Wouldn't it be so cute if because she's apprenticing, how cute would it be if she attempts to like read his tea leaves or something yeah. and does a bad job at it because yeah. she like, doesn't know what she's doing she's like, and she's trying I to flirt see. you taking me out to lunch what is that crazy um, i <laughs> like, think this says that, that you're cute. gonna end up with someone with a name that rhymes with yours what could that be 
Wait, Bang? your name is yeah. <laughs> Trey. Literally. Oh my god. Shane. Perfect. There's so many beautiful little moments like that. I've never met a prang. I've never met a prang. I wonder if there's somebody in this village who has a name similar to prang. Hmm. Interesting. I just so cute. And that would have been very on brand for her too to just like drop that (laughs) so hard, but not say her own name. Like I feel like that that would have been very fucking cute. It would have been. I don't great. know. You yeah. should keep looking. You should like <laughs> pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> like we could have taken out like one of the scenes where like we have to keep showing like because I feel like they had like five different scenes that established that everybody hangs on uh, Aunt Wu's every word and everything yeah. that she says comes to fruition. Like. Okay, yeah. we get it after like you know the first the first one, yeah. and we do it five more times. So let's yeah. take that out and let's add in that that <laughs> that Mang scene. Mang so getting getting what she wants from <laughs> she, her position manifesting. Of power. Yeah, manifesting. She's what really she manifesting. Means. She's <laughs> she's bringing it into the world through power of will yes. and suggestion. Yes, uh, Mang is. A real, I mean, it's Mang's story. Let's just it make is. it the Mang show. <laughs> I would watch that. Same. Yeah. I also love that in this episode, uh, Aang actually tells Katara how he feels about her, like verbatim right there. But she's like, she does not even have the fucking time for him. She does not no. hear him. She Because... She's so focused on um, on Aunt Wu and all this, and I'm like, oh, this is so perfect. This is so good because he won't say it again, like not until like are you like are you, s- seasons later, you know? Yeah, he's like, I like you, but like more than like regular like, like like like. And I feel like she does hear him, but it's I. The Katara I feel like I know on the inside is just like, yes, yes, I know you have a crush on me, but like, uh, like I'm trying to find this super powerful bender I'm meant to be with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought that was really cute. And then also the two of them working together to move the clouds was fucking cool. And it was adorable. really adorable. Cool. Yeah, like, oh, they, they, and the I believe- amount of coordination for that. Yeah, I believe one of the memories he goes back to later when he's unblocking his chakras and he's thinking about how much he loves Katara, he definitely thinks back to that that moment when they're shaping the clouds together. One thing I noticed that I wanted to bring up was mm. uh, her prediction of Aang's passing. Is it? Wait, no, not Aang's passing. Katara's passing. Yes. She says the, the thing the third about grandchild? the third grandchild. Mm-hmm. She will pass away quietly in her sleep. Yes. Lore wise, is this true? Because her They're and Aang track. have children. Yeah. And then their children have children. I'm assuming there's no way to really know because the only one we really get to know is... Well, no, because um, Tenzin Tenzin. had three kids. Yeah, Tenzin had three kids. And the fourth one on the way. Those would be her grandkids. And so 
I always assumed it was um, Janora's kids, which would be Katara's great grandkids. And so since Janora is the oldest, she's maybe like the first to have children among the grandkids. Okay. And so then I imagine after Janora's third child or like just whatever third great grandchild. Yeah. That is when Katara passes. And so really in the story, when we see her, she's got plenty of time left. She, oh she's yeah, good. <laughs> she's a kid. She's literally yeah. a kid, so she's gonna like. She will be a grandmother of yeah. At she's least got three a children. Good, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I just I went I in my head I was trying to do the sort of tree lineage yeah. chart to be like wait okay in Cora where does this line up versus kids and her but I was I don't oh, yeah. know I don't I have, have enough checked. information to do that I'm just like yeah. there's Tenzin and that's it that's all I have yeah. <laughs> So I'm, I I wasn't even going to get to the answer myself anyways, but yeah. I do think it's like a really, it's a nice, like, because it establishes a future mm. and this IP exists in that established future, Yeah, I want to just see like how intentional they took that information in moving forward into that time uh, within yeah. the story. Yeah. 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 Be, um, that would be... Probably middle of Korra. I don't think yeah. she would make it to like the next Avatar necessarily, but um, yeah, it's sometime yeah. after Korra's time. Yeah, or after okay. the the Korra show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it also makes sense to me that I would imagine that Katara is the last to pass away of the original gang. Yeah, yeah. Well, that also makes sense too because she has like healing powers, right? Yeah. So I think that that makes sense. Toph is gonna yeah. die alone in the swamp, probably. Yeah. Like she likes it. Like yeah. she wants yeah. to, right? Go get it. Um, Aang's already C- gone. Uh, Zuko. They're all alive in Korra, right? So Except for Aang. Katara, no. Katara, um, Sokka's Sokka not and... alive. Oh, really? Um, yeah. That's oh. right. I forgot. How did he die? I don't know if there's like a specific. I don't know if they actually say how he dies. Okay. Because hmm. I know we um, do see He's Katara. in one of the flashbacks. Gotcha. Uh, one of the Aang flashbacks, but he is not alive. Gotcha. Hmm. So it's really just Katara and Toph of the... And Zuko. And Zuko. Uh, and Zuko. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who, huh. vo- like, the actor voices the son, too, which I thought was really mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> I was yeah. like, wait, Zuko? No. No, okay. No. Kind of. Um, um okay. Sorry. I that was a that I wanted to I wanted to dip We're into here that to go down this rabbit story. hole with you. Yeah. Thank you. There are no rules. There are no rules no. here. Can I say something that I really loved speaking of no rules? Yes. yes. Um I love that it's not weird for two guys to um be on a glider together on top of each other like gliding down into the town cuz oh, yeah. when they leave um the volcano Aang's like there's uh-huh. no time just get on my just get on my back let's go <laughs> and they are like fully like on top of each other but yeah. like I mean it is it's not queer right it's it's not and it's also they didn't have to do the thing later on which 
fucking i swear every other cartoon and every mm-hmm. other thing would have done where it's like ew gross like ew, yeah like, basically yeah. just throw a quick no homo in there yeah literally exactly. which is all those <laughs> jokes are it's just yeah. like a, oh my god i can't but what did i just feel was that in your pocket like like mm-hmm. those little like uh, okay shut the fuck mm-hmm. up ride the thing and get off the thing it's like not am that. i am i saving your life right now yes i am yeah get off the motorcycle it's not yeah. that hard like <laughs> Yeah, so I like that that's not a thing because they're like, I I feel like on our other pod, Eric, like mm-hmm. whenever something like that happens, we just have Always. to make sure that you know that this it's is literally, yeah, yeah it's, we it's, it's a real casual no pleasure from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't enjoy this interaction. We had to no. for our lives. It's either it be gay sucks. a little or die. So what would you do? <laughs> <laughs> God, <laughs> like it's just it's so toxic. Be gay you know I mean? or die. Yeah, it, and it's just like can I know you, it's kind of a toss-up. I considered death for a moment. I, I feel like that's at a good, the end of the it day. It kind of sounds like the premise for like be gay a little. Uh, or die. Yeah. Um. Uh, what are it's those just ports? all that is is just it's just bait bus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's just bait bus. I need that on a shirt, Eric. Could be gay a little or die. I mean, what would truly, you what would you choose? we're all a little queer pk a little or die what do you want um yeah but i mean it's so true though it, like it's just it, and it's always that like the severity of it is so just like oh god my entire life has changed like shut up mm-hmm. touch a dick like calm down <laughs> like, <laughs> literally just kiss your friend it's really not just hard and it's not serious Damn. it's not an issue you want it's to so anyway. chill it's so yeah. your buddy so will chill. really appreciate it too yeah you're exploring we're it's a spectrum we're loving it we're having fun <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, but be gay, literally die. Boop. TM. Um, a must. TM. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get. Can't that wait to watermark. see our merch. Oh my god! <laughs> no. Yeah. Uncle Ivan was a war criminal, and be gay, little or die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like who's gonna buy this? They're actually the same shirt. So what I'm thinking, check. Do you know those? Do you know those old hard, like those hardcore T-shirts where it's like a shitty halftone picture, yes. and mm-hmm. then it has the above text and below text. Yes, it's Uncle Iroh with like a mean face, and it says "Be gay, little or die." <laughs> oh my god! Incredible! I can't That's wait. A, I wear it. Gotta, I'll wear I'll, it all I'll the do, time. Let us I'll know a, if you would buy this, listeners. Yeah, I'll do a mock up. <laughs> I'll, I'll post. I'll yes. post a mock up up online. We'll see. What it'll, of our silly banter would you like to see on a T-shirt? <laughs> Or a how sticker, can we take we, you know. your money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how can we make this happen but good Obsessed. episode good episode plenty of good laughs solid. i yeah. love um uh when Sokka's trying to tell everybody it's bullshit and the guy's like oh, well uh what about rain can your science explain why it rains and he's like uh yeah yes. <laughs> yeah actually <laughs> <laughs> and they call him we're like, oh, that's just the science and reason lover. <laughs> yeah. And like, you're like, oh that my God. Guy. Iconic. Like uh this big anti vax vibes. I was gonna say this town is totally like Fox News. Yeah. Oh my god, news. this town <laughs> It really is. They have a very low vax rate. Like <laughs> Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. Aunt Wu on her podcast said she wasn't sure if <laughs> 
the vaccine works and yeah. it's just a mess. It's a total Actually, mess. so it was ravaged. It, it was on it was Aunt Wu's podcast that the Ivermectin conversation actually started. <laughs> she had mentioned it briefly about the possibility of it and people really took it seriously because they love her. Yeah. Well, and they she believe said her. if you're not afraid of it, the of COVID, then it's not gonna get you, right? And I mean, she uh, everybody that Ended up in the and hospital. Like she's never wrong. She's mm-hmm. never wrong. Never wrong. She's mm-hmm. never wrong. When the episode started, I did. I forgot what episode I was watching, and I was like, "Oh, this is the start of the secret tunnel episode," but it wasn't because it's like With the lovebirds. Oh yeah, develop. It does they're look a lot the like love... the beginning of it. It does. Yeah, because they're developing that story of like the will that like, oh, I have a crush, but she has a crush, but we're not talking about it, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh. Oh, I thought this was it. And then they went to the place and I was like, wait, oh, it's a volcano. Never mind. JK, lol, 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 lol. I actually and that I can't wait for that episode. I, so I love that episode. Yeah. It's interesting that they both start out so similarly, that episode and this episode, because they mm-hmm. are just both so centered around love and so yeah. insistent on make letting you know, yeah, Maybe this is a thing. Maybe they even reuse some of the... I feel feel like they might, right? Yeah. Because isn't this the next time we see the platypus bear? I feel like the platypus bear had something to do with the secret tunnel episode. Um, I don't think that there's platypus bear in the secret tunnel. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's It's moles. But the the badger and like the water and stuff. Yeah. The next one is also one of my favorite. There's lots of like little details that are amazing in the next episode. Yes. Yeah, I feel like this one overall, I feel like we covered most of it. There's a lot of fluff-ish. Yeah. Not not to say that it's like a fluffy episode, <laughs> but we did have a very intense episode right before this, and I feel like it's yeah. definitely one of the one of the mm. one of the interstitial uh stories yeah. just to kind of guide them through. But it's definitely not a throwaway. No. Yeah, no. it's good story because you have to see, you know, Qatar being like Oh, he is a powerful bender. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, she my. needs to get there. Could yeah. my destiny be this kid I found in a block of ice? <laughs> <laughs> Am I in love? Yeah, this is the episode yeah. where the hormones are like, oh, this is yeah. the person. That's why this episode yeah. exists. Yeah. It's not it's not a it's not a canyon episode. No. But it's definitely not a uh it's not a throwaway other, or fly other important over. episode. It's not yeah. a um uh oh yeah 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 the yeah, great divide the, the, it, the oh, great yeah, divide yeah. okay you got the it. great yeah. divide yeah it's no Fuck great divide that episode thankfully uh, <laughs> but it's it's just it's a, it's a good it's a good little it's a good little story it's a cute yeah. little story lots of um, laughs lots of laughs we have yeah. a lot of gorgeous little moments here and like yeah and you've been all of the people in this episode yeah exactly it's very relatable which is nice yes mm-hmm. uh, especially for a story and a world that's a lot heavier than most of the programming on nickelodeon yeah. <laughs> at the time uh having a nice little relatable lovely yeah. silly time alongside a, a murderous volcano yeah obviously a must um, it's still nice. It's Especially a nice after a couple time. of heavy episodes too, yeah. right? Yeah. They're like the yeah. show is really good about like it's here's a couple like heavy shame episodes and yeah. almost death and yeah. <laughs> all sorts of stuff. And now it's just like, man, don't you love love? I love love. I love love. Love is so good, Which right? Is yeah. also so cool <laughs> love is fun. 
Like, and I hope that the live action or whatever does this too. I mean, again, <laughs> we know we're not very um, high Let's, hopes for it, but yeah. speculate um, wildly. <laughs> one of the things that I really like about this show is it lets you see them being kids and it lets you see yeah. them like just, you know, in situations where the stakes aren't as high and there's not like super high political drama in every yeah. fucking episode. Like it, it lets them slow down and catch a breath. Um, yeah. And I think that that's super, super, super important. I feel like that's good. Yeah. I don't know if, <laughs> I mean, we could, we could elaborate more on the uh, life of the duck. I'm interested in um, the lore and the lineage of the duck. And just in general, the animals are all wonderful additions. Superstars. Superstars. The yeah. slapstick comedic timing. Yes. Of, of every animal. Of uh um what oh Buster Buster Keaton? Who was the who was the big prop guy uh early turn of the century where like I the think, house would fall on him? Yeah, I think it's Buster Keaton. Is it yeah, Buster Keaton? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where like I he would fall out of buildings of and drunk like history. Yes. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Buster Keaton. I guess we Perfect. didn't we didn't necessarily get into like Katara's absolute need to know that everything's gonna be okay. Um He was a bit obsessy. We which, didn't talk about that. Um I mean <laughs> which like <laughs> Aunt Wu is just like, oh my God, kid, what the fuck? Like, yeah. But, um, but I do think that part of that stems from like a lot of the trauma that she, yeah. you know, that she has from her whole backstory and everything. Just she needs to know that there's going to be a future and that it's going to be okay. And yeah. I think that and hopefully um, there's a tall, hot guy in that future. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, a tall, uh, hot, omnipotent bender. She needs to know she's going to be happy. Yeah. And I yeah. I didn't really realize that until honestly just right fucking yeah. now. Um, mm. But like, I think that that is just a really a subtle way that um, that the writers did that. And I thought it was yeah. kind of cool. It definitely fits for Katara. Yeah. Worried that things won't be okay, even though she's saving the world with just her beauty. Also desperate to know that, like, just for some fucking confirmation, right? <laughs> like, yeah. everything is going to be here, right? Like, I am going to be pretty good, right? Like, we almost yeah. lost everything, she like, last week. Because <laughs> she doesn't have that from anybody else, right? She yeah. has to, like, carry that for herself. So I think that's part of why she gets so enamored with... Yeah. Aunt Wu's readings is because somebody else and like an authority figure is telling her yes. you're doing good it's okay and everything is going to work out yeah agreed I mean she's the leader she's the one it falls on her shoulders at the end of the day so mm -hmm. well I feel like that's it thank oh. you all all of our beautiful beautiful lovely lovely listeners for joining yes. us on another gorgeous little episode of the moment in the Oppas. music and editing by Eric Lefebvre. Artwork by David Cercero. And don't forget to rate and review wherever you get your pods. We would love it. It really helps. And we're not just saying that. <laughs> and remember, Uncle Ira was a, a war, war criminal. criminal. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. We love it. <laughs> he really was. Do not forget. Never forget. Never forget. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit the Nostalgia Network.com for more.